Hey, what's up? My name is Austin Bollinger, founder of Daily New Year's, a blog and podcast dedicated to helping you identify, set, and crush your goals all year long. If you've been following along with Daily New Year's, you know that I'm all about setting exciting goals all year long. Heck, it's my favorite thing to talk about. But I also like to discuss leadership, mindset, productivity, positivity, personal development, and even mentorship. Today on the podcast, I have special guest and a very close friend of mine, Aaron Miller. Uh, Aaron came to work with me at Element 74, uh, which is my day job, uh, back in 2017. And I had the privilege of mentoring her from time to time as she explored various career goals, career opportunities, and just various things going on in her life. Last year, Aaron decided to leave Element 74 to pursue a career as a copywriter. So in addition to writing for a living, she tends to her blog, Hello Sunshine Lifestyle, with tips on living an organized life and finding personal and spiritual growth opportunities in everyday life. Aaron occasionally guest writes for Daily New Year's and has graciously agreed to join me on the show today to talk about the importance and the power of mentorship. Aaron, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. The pleasure is all mine. So before we jump into our topic of mentorship, I was wondering if you can tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, maybe even what are some of the current goals you're striving for and and what's driving you towards those? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, I am Aaron. And I live in Kansas now. I grew up in St. Louis, but I spent the first chunk of my adult life in Cape Girardeau, actually. Um, As you know, I met you there, Austin, and um, we worked together for a year. And then I had relocated here for a job more suited to my field, which is copywriting. So now I work for a credit union here, and I'm, I'm in marketing there. I do a lot of copy for a lot of different pieces. We've got uh, blogs and direct mails and emails and all the fun stuff that people don't really wonder where it comes from. I write it. <laughs> Currently, I'm I'm trying to, I've got a couple different goals in the works. I've got like these personal goals, uh, which is, you know, I, I do Weight Watchers. And so I'm trying to, to lose. I lost 30 pounds last year. I'm aiming for another 30 this year. And that's awesome. Yeah, thanks. I just I just want to cut you off right there. That's an awesome achievement. Thanks. Yeah, I like I, it's it's a great program and it's really working for me. Um, the the new year has been slow, but it's I, it's very doable. So I'm sticking with that. Um, and then financially, I just I'm I'm aiming to get a car next year in 2020. So I'm already starting to do that. You know, looking long term for goals is is tough especially with finances, because it, you want that immediate payoff, or at least I do. But And then uh, professionally, I'm hoping that I can, can work on a series about financial literacy and just the, all the things that we all kind of wish that we had learned when we were younger in high school instead of what we did learn in high school. Right. You know, how do you, how do you file your taxes and, um, and what does... APY mean and how do you hunt for good interest rates? You know, all these weird things that all of a sudden you're just expected to know. So I'd like to do a series on that. So those are some of my goals coming up. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm currently writing a blog post. It's it's my finance week. 
and I'm, I'm kind of writing about the debt-free community and I'm exploring that, uh, you know, Katie, who used to work with, well, she still works with me. You used to work with her. Um, she kind of turned me on to the topic, the idea. And the more I unearth about this debt-free community stuff, the more I learn. And as you mentioned in high school, we're, we're basically taught how to balance a checkbook (laughs) and that's about it. So it's cool that you're, you're exploring that. So you kind of talked about having all these big goals for yourself. Some are pretty short term. Some of them are kind of long term or intermediate. Uh, and you know, I just kind of want to explore the power of mentoring and how a mentor might help someone achieve those goals long term. You've written a fantastic blog for me on the daily new year's blog about mentorship. And I'm going to link to that in the show notes, uh, below, but can you give us your take on, on kind of what a mentor is? I know a lot of people out there, myself included, I wasn't really familiar with what a mentor was. Yeah, I I mean, for those listeners that don't already know this, I'm pretty sure I referenced it in my blog, but um, Austin is my mentor. So the, the relationship there just sort of like naturally lent itself to that. And, and that's sort of where I started realizing like, oh, okay, this is what mentorship is. And like I, I had had um, what I would call a mentor in college, and I think I'd I would classify a mentor as someone who can help form you, uh, different from a role model in that a role model can impact or affect you. Uh, Like that's a person that, oh my gosh, I want to be like them. Um, They inspire me. I'd like to live my life the way that they do. But a mentor is someone who can actually give you the tools to make it happen. So I say, wow, I, I really just, I admire the way that you live. I admire the problem solving that you have. I admire the communication skills that you have, whatever it may be. And uh, on the whole, I would just like to be more, I would like to approach my life more the way that you do. And that person can actually say, yes, I'll take an active role in that, which which you did for me. Right. Um, <clears throat> so I think that's. That's mentorship for me as someone who can actually hold you accountable to your goals. But um, it's kind of the perfect storm of like someone who you want to be like, who's willing to teach you how to be like them and will is like as invested as you are. Um, because, you know, there are people that have written books who will teach you their secrets to success, but um, they're not personally invested in you the way that in, in this mentor menteeship you are personally invested in me. Absolutely. And I wrote a post on the blog called five mentors that uh, I've never met who have changed my life. And I know like if you, if you Google this, you get a lot of controversy because what you said, you know, mentors require, it's kind of an active participation kind of thing. Um, And I've got a couple mentors myself, but I do feel like I get a lot of mentorship from like YouTube video stars, um, books, because you can seek out the knowledge that you're trying to obtain and go, okay, well, how did this person achieve this? And if they're willing to broadcast that on YouTube or in a podcast or even write a book about it, I feel like you can get uh, somewhere with that. But, you, you know, you talked about active participation, and that's what you and I, uh, when you worked with me, we used to have that. You know, we would talk kind of daily. It's gotten, I think, I think progressively harder since you moved uh, but so you think that the act of participation is pretty critical in this mentorship kind of relationship? I think so. I think there are kind of like tiers to it where, um, you know, I could say like, I really like and admire, um, you know, Emma Stone and 
I want to be like her so I could emulate. Who doesn't? <laughs> I know, right? Um, so I could emulate her, but like she's not setting out to teach people how to be like her. So that would be like a role model. But you're reading these books by by people who have been successful and want to share their success. So that's like a tear up. It's not like a role model, I wouldn't say. I think that you're closer to mentorship there. Um, but like taking it a step further, if I want to skydive, I'm going to watch videos on other people skydiving, but then I'm not going to go do it on my own. Like I still want someone there who can actually say like, Aaron, here's how to do it. Um, and I think that's what the difference is. Like you can read all these books um, and apply the language or apply the, the, um, the strategies that they implement for you, but without their active participation, it would be kind of hard to know if like you're doing it right. You know, that it's harder to measure success when you don't have an active participant where, you know, you could, and still do say to me like, well, what are you doing to accomplish this? Or like, that was a good try. Right. But so more like a, an active coach, um, you know, and in your post, you kind of talked about, and I think this is the biggest thing missing from, uh, this is kind of a scattered thought, but Jeff Rose, I consider to be a mentor of mine. Uh, he's a financial blogger. As you know, I produce a YouTube channel for him. So every week I'm kind of watching these videos while I, while I work on them. And I feel like I get a lot of mentorship that way, but I've actually never met Jeff in three years. I've only had one phone call with him, but I feel like, you know, daily new year's itself came to be through kind of the mentorship that I absorbed from Jeff. But now that I'm up and running with the blog and the podcast, I can't get any ongoing advice or knowledge or tidbits without, you know, having an active mentorship role with him. So I think that is a pretty big key, key difference. Right. And, and being able to, to have the trial and error. Um, you know, I, I remember once, uh, of, of the many things that you had taught me, one of the things that you said was, you know, your, your communication is a little bit abrupt. And when you come out the gate with these hard and fast opinions, you shut down the conversation for other people. And I said, well, what can I do about that? And you said, well, why don't you say, what do you think? And I remember like the immediate next day, uh, another team member said to me, uh, you know, we've come up with this problem. Is this the right solution? And I said, of course not. Absolutely not. Like, heck no. No, that's stupid. Don't do that. And then I paused and saw you there and it reminded me and I was like, oh, but what do you think we should do? Yeah, I, I remember that day and it was pretty apparent on your face that it like it clicked, you know, like in the in the middle of your response. <laughs> It was such a sloppy execution of it. Um, and I think having you there was the active participation of a mentor that I needed to be like, okay, so I technically took your advice, um, but I didn't apply it quite right. And so I was able to get that, like you you were able to hone that uh, because it wasn't just me blindly finding finding advice and trying to put it into practice. You know, I had the trial and error with you where I got a lot better at it, thankfully. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, I think the way that that evolved, we were kind of addressing a blind spot you didn't know that you necessarily had. Uh, so it's, it's sometimes it's easier for a mentor to kind of see those things, you know, whenever you say something so definitively like that, that example, I can see that the other kind of members in the room kind of shut down or withdraw a little bit. And so it's, it's easier when you're not in that situation to see it for sure. And the can can really change 
change. Uh, you know, the the way that I or anybody perceives themselves as coming off, I think like, oh, I'm being very confident. Um, that well, that makes it blind. I'm blind to it because I genuinely like I can see it and I think it's a good thing. And so then to have someone else come in and say like, here's here's maybe why you're having this issue I've observed, which is great. You know, and that's something that now that you're you know working at a different company in a completely different city, with that example still in your mind from like I don't know a year and a half ago, do you find that that still helps? Oh, absolutely. Yes, it it definitely does. I feel like I got so many good uh, insights to how to communicate better when I was working with you, um, both like in the office working with you, but also like active mentorship working with you. And, and now I can apply those things to kind of listen first and it's day and night how coworkers respond differently to it. Right. So I think, you know, listening to that one example, I could see how someone listening to the podcast might think, you know, okay, so a mentor is just somebody who gives you advice. And I personally don't think that's necessarily true. I think sometimes you have to help your uh, mentee kind of arrive at the conclusion on their own through mm-hmm. a series of asking questions. Would you agree with that? Or oh, Absolutely. Uh, it's There's this really great balance um, between – it's growth opportunities, right? So it's it's things that you could do better, but it's also potential you may not realize that you have. And I think – when, when a mentor is able to, to see the strengths, because, because it's different than like, like we talked about, it's different than role models where I have said to you, or you would say to a mentor, like, I would like to be like you. Um, so then you as a mentor have the opportunity to look at me and say, okay, so she wants to be like me. What does she want to be? She wants to be successful in the office. She wants to be successful in communication. Um, so now you're seeking out opportunities like kind of on my behalf. So you'll advocate for me and you'll say to me um, to guide me to places like, do you think that you would be fitting for this upcoming opportunity in the workplace? Do you think that you could have handled this situation better with a colleague? Um, opening up these doors to self-examination that really you couldn't arrive at on your own or you could, but it would take a lot longer. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, as I was just listening to kind of all that, we, we were lucky enough to fall into our mentee mentor, um, relationship by working together. And actually two of my closest mentors, I fell into the same way through working with them at element 74. Since then one has left and that's, you know, kind of left a pretty big void in my growth and my mentorship even though he's still in the same town. Uh, So I guess what I'm kind of getting to is, you know, whether you've never had a mentor or you've lost one and you're looking to, you know, find a new mentor, what are some ideas or advice that you could give on, on how to find a good mentor? Oh, that's a good question. Um, the, a vital part of a mentor, finding a mentor is finding someone who is, is willing, who has the time, um, and the desire to invest in you. And I think, if you really start to pay attention to the people around you, you'll actually find that those people are, they're already there. Um, Yeah. They're not too far away. Yeah. You just may not be like thinking about them in that way. So I would think like if you're, if you're someone who doesn't have a mentor, your mentor has left um, for whatever reason, and you want to find another one, pay attention to uh, who pops into your head when you have a problem 
or who do you seek advice from uh, or even like, well, how would so-and-so handle the situation? And then on the flip side is to pay attention to people that maybe seek you out for, um, like to give you advice or opportunities to say like, hey, did you hear that this thing is happening? I think you'd be great for it. Those are the people that are already sort of in the position to advocate for you who want to see you succeed. And those are prime candidates for mentorship. Absolutely. You know, the stuff that I've read actually says you can look in your own community uh, for people who are either where you want to be or they've achieved something you want to achieve and then, you know, reach out to them and, and buy them lunch, you know, buy them coffee and just talk to them about forming a mentor relationship because uh, a mentor, like you said, has to be a willing participant. It can't just be somebody that you meet with once a month and pick their brain and you know, they think you're just kind of looking for free advice. It's really got to be this open engagement. And uh, that can be tough, especially, you know, when I think about, okay, I'm gonna look at my community and try to find somebody to mentor me. That's kind of scary to think, oh, I'm going to call so and so across town who's, you know, making tons of money, super successful, runs this company. That's a, that's a hard thing to do. Yeah. And it's, it's intimidating to say to someone like, I think you're pretty cool. <laughs> that that goes back to this like almost juvenile part of high school where you're just kind of following around the people you think are cool, hoping it'll rub off on you. Um, <clears throat> but I think people are, they do want to help others succeed and they, it's, it's much more likely that you will have to approach someone and ask them to be your mentor. Then someone will come up to you and be like, ah, oh, you got the gumption kid. So you've really got to seek that out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it can be awkward at first, but I think, you know, if you can use LinkedIn or Facebook and try to find a friend in common, getting an introduction between there can really, really help. Uh, but as far as my mentor seeking has gone, that's why I turn to, you know, YouTube channels and I read, if I find an author that I find really inspiring and helpful. I will read all their books to try to get some of that mentorship. But, I, you know, you really miss out on that feedback loop. Um, so that's something I'm personally going to work on myself. And it's, it, you know, there's a there's a little bit of a mental block trying to establish a new mentor. Yeah, there definitely is. And you want to find someone um, who who is different from you. I think um, we have a tendency in life to surround ourselves with people who are like minded so that um, it's it's called confirmation bias, and it means that we basically just we want people to tell us that we're right <laughs> about right. things. And so we, as humans, we psychologically look for that in other people. But with a mentor, you want to find someone who is fundamentally different so that they can open your eyes to new perspectives. And that's not to say like people you don't get along with. I mean, Austin and I get along incredibly well, um, and we have a lot in common personally, like, uh, we both are obsessed with the office and, and other things that are awesome, but, but like professionally and then, um, philosophically, I guess you could say we have two completely different approaches to communication and to problem solving and to goal setting. So that set me up to be able to learn a lot more. Um, but because we already liked each other. It was easier for me to say like, okay, I trust you that you're not just being a bully. You're actually giving me opportunities to grow. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, um, one of my mentors and I, we, we got along really great. We had a lot of things in common in terms of 
we both liked operations and procedure and, and you know, uh, just being organized and whatever. But oftentimes our solutions to problems, especially like around personnel problems or uh, just problems at work, were often very different solutions. And so, like you said, the confirmation bias, that's why people turn to news they agree with. Right. You know, they want to they want to know that they're right and they want to they don't want to listen to the opposing side. And I think having a mentor that you respect enough to be able to hear, okay, maybe I'm wrong here. And I think that's why, you know, earlier talking about a mentor is not just somebody who gives advice. So, you know, if you're looking to be a mentor to someone else, walking around, you know, just giving people advice unsolicited is not mentorship. You know, it's got to be a two way street. And I I think you made a great point. I never really thought about that. It, It needs to be somebody that you respect and that has a different perspective on the world, because that's ultimately what you're looking for is a, is a new perspective. Well, and to not go into it thinking that it's going to be um, like there's there's all these perspectives, um, I think, especially like in the media with mentorship, where it's like really glamorous and like you're being honed to do something great and it's really beautiful and and inspirational. And that's all very true, but it's also like very difficult to have someone that you do like and respect pointing out opportunities for you to grow because those are like hard opportunities. Either they're asking you to do more than you're already doing or to do something different. And like, I, I remember once and I can't remember honestly now what it, Oh, it, there was um, a project that I didn't want to take on. You and I had two different perspectives on how to solve this problem. And um, you said, you know, well, I'm pulling rank and this is the way that we're going to do it. This is the right call. And it was independent of our mentorship. It was a project we were working on as colleagues. Right. But you kind of switched into the mentorship role and you were like, hey, this is an opportunity for you to to let someone else be the one that's making the call to be in control. And I remember being like, that's not what I want to do today. And just like stomping down the hall out of your office and just kind of throwing a hissy fit. So it's, I think that's a pretty accurate representation too of, of mentorship, maybe not a literal hissy fit like I threw that day, but, um, but to be able to say like, things are going to make you uncomfortable when you're called out on them. And that doesn't mean that it's not working. It just means, it actually means that it is working, that you are growing because growth is kind of painful and uncomfortable. Absolutely. And that's why so many people don't leave their comfort zones and maybe don't even look for mentors because it, it growth does you know, kind of hurt a little bit. It's got to stretch you and uh, push you past your what you're comfortable with. And that that when you say push past what you're comfortable with, that sounds good. But what that ultimately means is you're going to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think people don't look at the other side of that coin. It, you know, it sounds good in theory. Oh, I'm going to push past my comfort zone. Yeah, but it's kind of going to suck a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So if you've got this person that you go to that says like, you're doing great. Like keep doing what you're doing. That's not a mentor. That's, that's a great cheerleader. And you should have a lot of those too in your life, especially if you're taking on big goals. Uh, but the mentor is someone who's going to say like, you're doing great, but now you can do better. Absolutely. And you know, I think through this podcast, I've, I've got a new blog topic. I think something along the lines of, you know, role models versus mentors versus cheerleaders or something, you know, what's, what's the difference? That's a really good. One. I think people do, um, make like interchange those a lot, especially the cheerleader slash mentor. Um, it's cause it's, it is nice to hear that you're doing a really good job, but then it, it kind of means more when it comes from someone who's told you when you're doing a bad job, there's more stock in it when you finally get it right. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Eventually get to that point where you were not, I was not just throwing hissy fits or, you know, doing it wrong. Eventually Austin and I did get to a point where he was like, Hey, I'm proud of you. And you did well, you know, taking this advice, putting it into practice. I didn't share any of those stories, but they did happen. Yeah. Well, I'd say it's there. None of those were hissy fits either. Um, you know, element 74 is a web development company and you don't always get clients that, um, see the value of a website. And so the projects can drag on, and sometimes there's growth opportunities with those tougher relationships, but they're not always fun. So I wouldn't say you had hissy fits, but, you know, we, we didn't. When you hear about a digital agency, you always think it's just like this really cool, hip place to work. Yeah. But sometimes you sometimes you got to work with difficult clients and there, there's growth opportunities there. And I think that you handled them all super well. And I hope that all of that is helping you at your new place of employment as well. Yeah, it is. It's. It's amazing too, like what, because I, I initially sought you out as a mentor for professional development. Um, you know, I I really admired what you were doing. You were on track to be, at the time you were on track to be VP and now you are VP of business development. Um, but I was like, you know what? I think I want to, I want to do more than what I'm doing now. But what you had taught me and continue to teach me is really applicable to, to all of the areas of my life. So I can take the things like the listening before you speak. That was a vital thing that you taught me. And I can apply that actually to my other goals, like, um, the Weight Watchers goal, um, to not go in and say like, okay, I understand. And I know everything, but to go to the workshops with the other women on the program and I listen to them first and then I am able to share. So that's a, that's a personal goal that professional mentorship actually has aided in my success there. Yeah. And that's cool to hear. And, you know, I'm sure people listening to the podcast could be people seeking mentorship, but I know that there's probably people out there seeking to be mentors as well. And, you know, like you said, sometimes it is tough to give very real advice or very real feedback that, you know, if you don't have a good mentor mentee relationship could be a strain on the relationship. But, you know, when you manage to make those tough, give that tough feedback, and then you see that it is applied and then it works. It's a really good feeling, you know, on the mentor side of things too. So I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. I think, I think when it works, it works really well. And that's why you don't hear a lot about, um, short-term mentorships. Mentorships are usually like long endeavors. They, they form over time and they get better over time. And, um, and they change like you and I, like you said, we used to be just down the hall from each other in the same office building. And now it's, um, more digital, but you still check in once a week with how are you doing? What are your goals right now? How are you achieving them? Um, so that's, it's when it's, when it works, it works really well. So just keep looking for it. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking for it, I think is what I'm trying to get at. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, that's a great point. So if you, if you think that you're in a mentor mentee relationship, but you're, you're not growing or you're kind of spinning your wheels, uh, maybe talk to that mentor or that mentee and just say, Hey, are we, are we doing this right? Or what are you expecting out of me? And make sure that you have clarity and alignment on what the relationship looks like. And if if you have that and you're still not growing and you're still kind of spinning your wheels, maybe look for a different mentor just to switch things up. Because in a lot of, uh, one thing a lot of people don't understand, I think, too, is you can have 10 different mentors for di 10 different aspects of your life. You don't have to have one mentor that gives you, you know, relationship advice, career advice. Mm -hmm. 
uh, fitness advice, you can have different mentors for different categories. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. Cool. Well, I want to be uh, aware of your time. I know that you um, are on your lunch break and I appreciate you coming on the podcast and chatting with me about that. I always about this. I always enjoy our chats. Um, but as we kind of wind down here towards. Likewise. Yeah. I just you know wanted to ask, you know, do you want to talk about any of the stuff that you've got going on or where can people connect with you? I know that you have a pretty awesome uh, Etsy shop where you put in some of your, uh, my hand lettered prints, hand lettered prints. Yeah. I was looking for calligraphy, but I couldn't get there. So yeah. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, yeah. If, if you want to connect with me, I would love to chat. Um, you can find me on Instagram at hello sunshine collective. And then, um, Etsy is the same. It's uh, hello sunshine collective on Etsy and, on uh and my website is hello sunshine.co so you can hit me there or email me aaron at hello sunshine.co you can find me all over the place i i guess write on daily new year and i um <clears throat> write my own blog about musings on life and some cleaning tips which is just a side talent that i happen <laughs> to have well yeah you've always been like super organized and i think it's if anyone's familiar with the uh true colors training you're very gold and so everything has got a place yeah if you're looking for professional development uh stick with austin but if you're looking to organize your inbox or you know color code your life you come my way i can help you with that real easy absolutely well thanks again so much for spending your lunch break with me i appreciate it thanks for having me this is awesome absolutely thanks for being here All right, so I hope you enjoyed that interview with Aaron Miller, close friend and uh, mentee of mine. I think we covered a lot of great stuff in that interview, and I hope, hope, hope that you found some value in this conversation. If you did, please consider sharing it with a colleague, a family member, a close friend, and if you don't mind, jump into whatever app you're listening to the podcast on, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, wherever, and leave me a rating there. Uh, so ratings really help podcasts grow. It's going to help other people find the show. And man, I would so much appreciate if you could help me do that. Uh, thanks for tuning in and I will see you next week. Until then, take care. <laughs>